In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we've got something for everybody. We're going to talk about fartlicks. We're going to talk about your Mondays. And we're going to talk about forest bathing. It's all about change. And how are you going to change it up? Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Laura, we're in the part of fall that I don't like. Oh, that was not where I was going, but go ahead. Tell me about the part of fall that you don't like, Laura. It's it's the dreary, rainy, cold days. Like... You know, I love when it's 70 and the sun's out and the leaves are going with, with, with the cross while you're running on the trail. But on the days where you've had a couple days in a row and it's rained and it's mm. gloomy and it's mm. dark. Oh, it's rough. It's yeah. cold and damp. And mm, no, I had a grumpy mode yesterday. I went to a meeting all day long that was perfectly fine, but I was all grumpy. <laughs> Probably because it was raining and gross outside. Right. I think it was that. I I didn't see any whiffing of leaves. Right. Yeah. Because when it's raining, that that doesn't happen. So my, oh, Laura, was that this segment is all about Farfic Newtons. Fart legs. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think you love way more than I do. It's just really because of the name, you know, (laughs) because when you first said it, I think we were on the treadmill and I didn't really hear. And so I was like, I didn't quite hear what you said. And so the next thing that came to my mind were those, remember those cookies? Fig Newtons. Right. Fig Newtons. So I just combined Fig Newton and Fartlick and get Fark Newton. Which makes it sound way funner than it is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We have tried all different kinds of fartlicks. We have it, for a, for a good purpose. Yes, we're we're working on that speed. We're working on that endurance, and uh, we found this great post by Chrissy Carroll. I think she has she must have a um, a blog called Snacking and Sneakers. We found her on Pinterest. The so the Pinterest post was nine fartlek workouts to help you run faster. Okay. And we're not going to talk about all of them, but we're going to talk about a couple of them, a couple of them that we've done, what we think about them, and then a couple of them that we want to do. Okay. So we've been doing fartleks over the last two months. And the only thing that I've decided about fartleks is that my butt works hard when we do fartleks. I mean, there you go. That's a reason to do it, to get a butt workout. Yeah. So after I'm done with fartleks, which usually doesn't take a lot of time because I'm exhausted, Within the first five minutes, then I feel good about myself. So what is the first fartlek that we tried? I don't remember. Well, I mean, I guess, it, honestly, if you want to go way back, we did the classic pyramid fartlek with speed. And we did that on the treadmill. Like, that was way back before COVID okay. in the gym. Remember, this is when you introduce fartlek, and I call them fartlek newtons. Okay. And you're like, let's do a fartlek. And I'm like, uh-huh. 
and you're like, so, you know, we're running along and like, and now we're going to go up in speed and then we're going to go down. Then we're going to go up and then we're going to go down. So that was the very, very first experience we ever had with fartlegs. So a fartleg by definition is an unstructured way to work your speed. It is when uh, runners play around with speed, they speed things up, they slow things down. It's a kind of endurance training in which runners alternate periods of sprinting with periods of jogging. Those are my quick definitions of fartlek. And so the first one we tried was this pyramid one where my husband just randomly said, um, you ought to do some fartlek workouts. And we didn't even know how to pronounce fartlek. Right. I mean, you did. I didn't. So, And so on the treadmill, what did we do? I don't even remember. I mean, basically, I think we started off at a normal speed. And then for like one minute, we went faster, you know, maybe just from like 4.5 to 4.6. And then for 30 seconds, we went back down to 4.5. And then for two minutes, we went to like 4.7. So just a little bit, a little bit faster. And then for 30 seconds or a minute back down. And so it's like a little bit gradually getting faster. That's that pyramid, you know, so you start off at the bottom and then you get faster and faster and faster until, you know, the very last, you might be going 30 seconds at a very top speed that maybe you've never ran before because you can't keep it for um, a significant amount of time, but you can keep it for 30 seconds or you can keep that speed for a minute. And so that, and then you work your way back down. Okay, so on a treadmill, yes, uh, it's easy to go via speed. Yes. Like the, whatever is on the treadmill. So what are some other fartlek workouts that you read about and then suggested that we do? Okay, so we did a landmark fartlek workout. And so that is where you're running along. And so, you know, if you're on a street, maybe you use mailboxes. And you're like, so from this mailbox to this mailbox, we're going to go top speed. And then from the next mailbox to the next mailbox, we're going to slow back down and then continue that. And for whatever amount of time you want. And so I think usually when you're doing a fartlek workout, like you're, it's going to be, it's not going to be like seven miles that you're mm. doing fartlek. Nope, it's more it's like not. 20 or 30 minutes, like a, a defined amount of time versus mileage, I feel like. And so I don't know if you remember this, Stephanie. But... Oh, I remember this <laughs> mailbox workout. That was like, it's like burned into my soul. Right. Well, because perhaps like you could burn something on the ground that day because it was so hot. I don't know why we decided to try it that day. And we were running uphill. Yes. And it was like the middle of the afternoon, not the morning or late afternoon. Like we normally, whatever we needed to do, we needed to fit it in at like two. Right. Which was the top temperature for the day. Right. So, yeah, that was not a workout that we have revisited no. since then. Probably just because we're so scarred, like literally. <laughs> From it. Yeah. yeah. But certainly, I have a feeling that if we did it in 60-degree weather It'd in a, a more better. flat location, uh, at least to begin with, we would probably be pretty okay with it. Yes, I think so. So that was one. Okay. Another was pyramid with time. So instead of speed, it was basically you're running along. We did this one outside. Then for one minute, we went faster. And then for, so very similar to the classic, but we did it for time. And so we went one minute faster and then a little bit slower for, I think, 30 seconds. And then two minutes faster and then 30 seconds slower and then three minutes faster and then 30 seconds slower. And then it was like three minutes faster again. And then we worked our way back down. 
And this was that day. It was it was my neighborhood, and it was you had to like go to class right afterwards. And we we're like, okay, we can get this front look workout in because it won't take long. And it was kind of warm that day too, and it was pretty brutal. It was. I remember this. Although I think that I would go back and do that one again over the mailbox one up the hill in 105 degree temperatures. But what I remember about it is that we had to get in a quick workout and that kicked my butt in a much shorter period of time than our typical like long run workouts do. And so I really felt like I was still able to get in that workout on a day that I didn't have much. Kind of like hit while you run, you know, mm, you, you do yeah. a hit workout to, because you don't have a lot of time and you want to really get the most bang for your buck. I felt like that fart lick workout was kind of like a hit running. You know, we were running, but we did it in a much shorter time, but we really got the biggest bang for our buck. So, and so Laura, how about the one that we've been doing recently? Yes. So this one's called the field fart lick and definitely my favorite so far because we've actually done it twice. Yes. And we've gotten better which yes. we know that it's working. So basically, you take the, um, a soccer field, or in our case, we did a parking lot about the size of a, of a soccer field because it was closer to us than driving to a soccer field. So essentially, you start off and you, you do a warm-up lap. And then once your legs are warm, then you'll do one length of the rectangle of a soccer field or a football field, I guess you could do that too. And you go it slow, or no, you go it fast, And then you do three slow. And then the next time around the soccer field, you do two fast. So you'd go a down, like a long length, and then the short length, and then two slow. And then you do three fast and one slow. And then you do four fast. And then you work your way back down. So they all are essentially pyramid-like, but you're doing it with different visual guides, essentially. And what I've noticed about fartlek workouts is that mentally it just it changes things up. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when it's not super hot out that the workout like goes quickly. Yes. And it's interesting. Especially when we've been doing a series of long run after long run after long run. Right. Uh, what also happened during our last fartlek workout was that we clocked our fastest mile. We did. It's kind of exciting. It was exciting. And it was a mile that was way faster than I thought I'd ever be able to do. So there you go. Yeah. So check out the fartlek. You will feel better about it when you're done than when you're huffing in the middle of it. I can just guarantee you that. So Laura, what's on deck? What are we doing next? So there's one I really want to try. It's called Roll the Dice. So essentially, we'll have to prepare for this one and bring two die with us. And then essentially, you you roll the dice, and then the first die represents your speed, and the second die represents your distance. And then you keep doing that until you've completed your fartlek workout. So that just seems like, you know, just it's a way to, like, bring games into our running. I mean, can't be bad. Nope, I can do that. Sounds great. So I'm going to meet you on the field and we're going to roll some dice and we're going to work our butts off. That's right. So we're thinking about change and little ways that we can change. We are changing up our workouts through Fartlicks and I've started thinking about changing up my Mondays. This sounds like a really cool idea. Tell us more. Well, I, for the longest time, have kind of lived for the weekends. And I need to make the most out of every day because I spend more time at work than I do on the weekends. 
And I want to make sure that my Mondays are as exciting as my Saturdays. I just do. I think that makes sense. Yeah. And I love my job. But I think it's part of the getting up early and the not in the having the schedule that is dictated by somebody else. And, you know, there's a routine of things that make it kind of mundane. Yes. At times. So I started looking up, how do you change up your Mondays? How do you make those Mondays the best day of your week? Besides listening to Friends Fit 40s. Well, actually, the first thing you do is, is listen to Friends Fit 40s. Right. Because you can listen to us on the way to work or while you're getting ready for work because we are, are there when you're up. And so. we promise to be tons of fun. Yes. So besides that, yes. How do you make Mondays the best day of your week? Now, I don't have an answer to that question yet. But I'm working on it. Okay. So tell us what you found out so okay. far. So one of the things that I have done is I have four outfits that are planned just for Mondays. Oh, I like this. They are a little bit dressier than the rest of my week. Okay. But they are like my comfiest dresses. Okay. So it's like comfy dress, comfy casual dress. Yes. Casual comfy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Casual comf. I love go. it. So I, I have pulled out my casual comf in my closet. They are what I would call a sheath dress. Okay. Or like a baby doll style dress. Yes. So they're the, they're like that soft nylon material that almost feels like a pair of pajamas, but right. are super dressy. But looks much, but you know, dressier. Yeah. Yes. And so then... I have gone and purchased tights so that I know that when I get my tights on with the dress, it's not going to like be like old or, or have holes in it or whatever. And these are, this is my Monday outfit. And so I've got these four dresses and I rotate through them and I've got my tights that I know are going to fit and I know are going to be like new Mm -hmm. and I go to work at least somewhat feeling like I've got it all together, even if I don't feel like that on the inside. Okay. This yes. is great. Now you're going to have to, you're going to take some pictures and we're going to need to post these. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my dresses are cute. Right. Okay. And so that is one of the things that I'm working on on Mondays. Um, great idea. The next thing that I struggle with, but Laura does an amazing job with is just having a good plan. So I think, you know, if you're going along these lines and you you want that Monday to be just as good as a Saturday, when you get home on a Monday and you've, I mean, it's been either a good or bad Monday, you just, especially if it's been a bad Monday, it's really hard to think of dinner. And if you're on a nutrition plan and you've got a wellness fitness goal, the, the first thing you don't want to do is have to go out to eat on Monday. So that requires some prepping over the weekend so that you can have some groceries bought. And then maybe, you know, if your if your meals, let's say it's going to be soup on Monday, go ahead and chop the vegetables on Sunday or Saturday. They keep in the fridge. And then, you know, go ahead and cook your meat and have that. So you just put it all together and you're ready to go. Or maybe it's lasagna. And you're going to go ahead and have lasagna made and just sit in the fridge. So when you get home and you're tired from a Monday, you can just pop that baby in the oven and you've got dinner. I love that. So, you know, I think just thinking ahead and thinking that, you know, getting the little parts together so that the prep work isn't so much after work. Yeah, that makes so much sense. By the way, if you want a great lasagna recipe, Leadville Lasagna out of Simply Colorado. It has cottage cheese, skim milk, mozzarella, and turkey. Okay. And so it's super healthy. 
and tastes amazing as well. So there you go. There's a bonus if you want to prep that lasagna ahead of time. It definitely holds well in the fridge. Another thing that I plan to do on Mondays is have a game night with my family. Okay. Just kind of kicking it up and making it just as exciting as the weekend. Yeah. So seven to nine is going to be our game night on Monday nights. My mom has decided that every other week is going to be meat less Monday. That means we're doing a vegetarian entree every other week. And every other week, the opposite is meat full Monday. Okay. So she comes over and I'm spoiled because she helps us with the dinner. (laughs) And then we all eat together. So Monday is more of a celebration in the evenings and spending time with people and doing things that we love as opposed to trudging through the first day of the week. I think that sounds perfect. I think another idea that you can do is go ahead and buy your Starbucks on Monday or eat out for lunch on Monday instead of Friday. I know oftentimes you save that special coffee trip or you save the, I'm going to, you know, run out on my lunch break and get, you know, something purchased instead of making it. Go ahead and do that on Monday instead of Friday. That is something to look forward to at the beginning of the week instead of waiting till the end of the week. So my son and I uh, are going to Starbucks on Monday mornings and we're celebrating Mondays at Starbucks just for this reason, because we want our Mondays to be amped up. Yeah. Right. Whether it's Starbucks, whether it's your fancy outfit, your meatless Monday with a friend, your meatful Monday and game night, whatever it is that those things are, what are you going to do to make that Monday special Regardless of the fact that it's a Monday, it is still the only Monday that you got this week. It's the only day that you have that is November 1st or November 8th or November 15th or whatever it is that is your Monday. And so I think that when you get those 24 hours, you got to make the most of them. Sounds like a plan. We finally did it, Laura. We did. It took us a few months. It was on our calendar for month after month after month. And honestly, I think we did it in the most perfect month. We did. Like that that fall time. Um, Not the dreary, rainy kind that we talked about earlier, but the one that's sunny and crisp and the leaves are just starting to change. Yeah, we picked the perfect time. So what is it that we did? We did some forest bathing. Now we kept all of our clothes on. I wanted to say the same thing. We were completely dressed (laughs) for the whole thing. We were. We were. What is this forest bathing, Stephanie? So forest bathing, Shinrin Yoku is the term for forest bathing or taking in the forest atmosphere. It is a forest therapy that originated in Japan. In the 1980s, so it's not that old, that just basically means to go to the forest, take it all in, explore all your senses, 
and like allow the forest atmosphere to just seep into you. Just really surround you and notice every leaf, every sound, every creature, every moment around you. Yeah. And when we did it, it was wonderful. Oh my gosh. I mean, and it was actually completely not planned. It was yes. completely spot spontaneous. 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 <laughs> spontaneous. Or spotness. Yeah. So it was completely spontaneous. And we just saw this sign. We were on a long run. Yes. And we saw this sign that said overlook. And we're like, we should probably go check that out. Right. It said overlook. We should look over. Right. And we didn't even know it was there, first of all. And we go up these big old long staircase and we go up, up, up. And then all of a sudden you get to this view and you're looking over like the the land below you and you could see so far and we just completely like we looked up what it meant so we knew we were doing it properly so you know we didn't talk to each other we were completely in our own thoughts and then we spoke to each other about it afterwards yes so So we got up to this bluff which was truly a bluff not a surprise since the park was called eagles bluff (laughs) however it was a surprise to us because it was absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous and we get up there and we're like, oh, this is our moment to force bathe. Yes. And so then we were like, well, what is this again? What, what are we going to be doing? And then we looked it up and like, where are their rules? Like, don't look at your phone. Okay. Right. As soon as we're done looking it up, we won't look at our phone. Oh, Laura, you can't talk to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to talk to each other about what we see in here. We're going to force ourselves to say nothing for five minutes in a row. And we're going to put our phones away and we're going to focus on what we smell, what we feel. What we hear. Yeah. And it was lovely. It was. And we didn't do it for long. And we both agreed that in order to really get the most of it, you kind of, you might, depending on what kind of personality you are, you might have to work up to 20 minutes of it. Yes. Because without talking for 20 minutes, especially if you're doing it with somebody, that can seem to take a long time. Yes, it can. Yes. And so five minutes was perfect. Yep. And then we started thinking about, well, what is this forest bathing thing? Like, what does it do? How does it help you? And we found out there were so many health benefits. Right. It's it's almost like better than taking your immunity vitamin. I know. <laughs> so forest bathing helps reduce stress hormone production. It also lowers your heart rate and blood pressure. It boosts your immune system. And it boosts creativity. So find yourself a forest yeah, really quick. We also learned that forest bathing has this thing called phytoncides. Phytoncides. P-H-Y-T-O-N-C-I-D-E-S. Phytoncides. And this is an antibacterial, antifungal thing that plants use to fight disease. And they release these phytoncides... We breathe it in while you're forest bathing. And then it helps raise our white blood cells. It helps fight cancer cells. And it helps us in our bodies react to diseases and illness. Yeah. And so cedar, oak, and pine trees are some of the best trees that give off these fighting sites. And supposedly, like, if you're out in nature and if you're hiking for long periods of time, like, the benefits continue to last for a couple of days. 
Which is fantastic. I mean, this is almost as exciting to me as figuring out that when we run, we're making our own cannabis, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're just calling them fighting sites. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, so honestly, you go and you run through the forest. Oh, my gosh. Holy moly. What happens then? I mean amazingness it's cannabis and fighting sides all at once oh yeah all right well there's there is a challenge that is a challenge i was gonna say that's our next uh, challenge for us so check out some forest bathing if you need more information on it all you have to google is forest bathing and you will not get any naked pictures nope you're just gonna get not I, I mean, haven't found any. I haven't either. But so we're just, not going to guarantee it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but um, if you see the naked pictures, keep scrolling to yeah. where you don't, because that's not what it really is. It's not. It's just the beautiful pictures of the forest with the explanation in the Japanese term and what to do next. So check that part out. And now, Laura, it is time for our weekly homework, folks. Are you ready? Your job this week is to... bum ba da Forest bathe on a Monday. Oh, it's like instead of game night, you can go forest bathing on a Monday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Go ahead and schedule a forest bathing on a Monday with a friend, a um, child, a spouse, somebody that you love and want to spend some time with and that you feel comfortable with not talking to for at least five minutes. Yes. And in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go move, breathe, share kindness with others. You You got got this. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 